Hi there and welcome to episode 169 of the Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of the Writing Guy, helping smart professionals to find their voice, write human, and get the results they want from the words they write. Today is um, August the 16th. It's a Monday, at least last time I looked. And I'm just looking at, in, uh, looking at my On This Day book, The History of the World in 366 Days. And um, a lot happened on this day, 16th of August. Georgette Heyer was born in 1902, English novelist, much loved for her witty romantic novels. Charles Bukowski uh, was born in 1920 on this day, American poet. Um, but probably the most important birthday, or maybe that's a bit unfair, uh, but the best known birthday, or the birthday of the, a better known person, is um, Ted Hughes, who was born on this day in 1930 in Yorkshire. British poet laureate, a very prolific uh, poet, translator, a writer of children's books. Uh, best known for his collections Crow and Cave Birds, and, um, and also well known for the fact that he married another almost equally famous poet um, called Sylvia Plath, the American poet Sylvia Plath. So Ted Hughes was born uh, today in uh, 1930 and sadly died of cancer in 1998. Um, now, in terms of deaths on this day, um, two uh, very, uh, very, very well-known people. Elvis Presley uh, died on this day in 1977, the king of rock and roll, also known as the king, uh, the king of b-hop, the king of country music, swivel hips, the hillbilly cat, um, the king, basically. So he died at the tender age of 42 in 1977. And on this day in 1948, the famous baseball player, uh, batsman, Babe Ruth, uh, real name George Herman Ruth, who I think I'm right in saying was married at one stage to Marilyn Monroe. He died on this day in 1948. So, um, a lot happened on this day. What I'd like to do is, um, just going back to Ted Hughes for a moment, is I'd like to share with you uh, one of his, I think one of his earlier poems. And as I said earlier, he was very prolific. So I just take a sip. He was very prolific. Um, and in 1954, I think I'm right in saying, he worked as, um, he worked at Regent's Park Zoo in London. And um, inspired by that, he wrote uh, an intriguing poem, it's not very long, called The Jaguar. And uh, I will read it to you. And then if there's time after that, what I'd like to do is just pick up on uh, the theme that I started yesterday, which was this idea of nine techniques for writing powerful email subject lines, given that the written word has never been more important in terms of its ability to reach people. Uh, given that with so many people uh, working from home these days, it's, uh, it's much harder to, to reach them to cold call uh, people, especially, obviously, if you don't have their mobile phone number. Anyway, back to, back to Hughes, back to good old Ted. 
and his poem, The Jaguar. The apes yawn and adore their fleas in the sun. The parrots shriek as if they were on fire or strut like cheap tarts to attract, to attract the stroller with the nut. Fatigued with indolence, tiger and lion lie still as the sun. The boa constrictor's coil is a fossil. Cage after cage seems empty or stinks of sleepers from the breathing straw. It might be painted on a nursery wall. But who runs like the rest past these arrives at a cage where the crowd stands, stares, mesmerized, as a child at a dream, at a jaguar hurrying in rage through prison darkness after the drills of his eyes on a short, fierce fuse. Not in boredom, the eye satisfied to be blind in fire, by the bang of blood in the brain, deaf the ear, he spins from the bars, but there's no cage to him, more than to the visionary his cell. His stride is wildernesses of freedom. The world rolls under the long thrust of his heel. Over the cage floor, the horizons come. Wow, I think that's, I think that's wonderful. I think mean, that's amazing. This sense that, that building up to that final, that final stanza, those final lines, he spins from the bars, but there's no cage to him, more than to the visionary, his cell. So he's seeing, he sees beyond the confines of his cell. He's not imprisoned. He's not in a zoo. His stride is wildernesses of freedom. What a lovely phrase, an original phrase. You know, where have you ever heard that before? The world rolls under the long thrust of his heel. This is really evocative imagery, beautiful imagery. The world rolls. So he's, it's, you know, it's as if the world is, he's dominating the world. He's on top of the world over the cage floor the horizons come i mean i think that's i'm that superb wow um i also like earlier on in the poem uh, the onomatopoeia almost of fatigued with indolence so you've got the long the long eye in fatigued it's almost like it's sort of four or five e's letter e Fatigued, you know, is that languor and um, sloth almost with indolence. These are words that sort of model their meaning. So very, very long syllables, fatigued with indolence. And then we've got, in contrast, a number of monosyllabic or short, not monosyllabic, but short words, shorter words, shorter syllables. Fatigued with indolence, comma, Tiger and lion lie still as the sun. So that's curter, it's more ter. So you've got the juxtaposition of the two different styles. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's wonderful. I hope you liked it. Um, we're out of time, unfortunately, but I, but I will, uh, I promise that I will cover uh, the five remaining techniques 
in the next couple of days I will cover the five remaining techniques for how to craft really powerful email subject lines and headlines, I promise. Um, but I think I'd rather just focus on Ted Hughes and his birthday commemorating uh, a British, British national poet who lies buried in the famous Poets' Corner in Westminster Abbey, and, and rightly so. Um, so, thanks for listening, and I'll see you here tomorrow for episode 170. Thanks again. Bye now.